Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. And I'm Dan's mostly trusty sidekick, Jeremy Fallis, also with the Department of Communication. Today, we are going to take a deep dive into the patient portal and find out how it is helping providers and patients at Michigan Medicine. Now, before we get into that, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Today's show is one of more than 200 rap episodes recorded over the past few years. So be sure to check out any that you may have missed by going to Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, or any other podcast hosting platform. You can also find the shows on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines, we can review. On that note, let's bring in today's featured guest, Dr. Kira Lukritz, who among many other roles serves as the medical director of the My U of M Health patient portal. Dr. Lukritz, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. All right. Now, I know many of our listeners may have a general understanding of the patient portal where people can go to communicate with their providers, get test results, et cetera. But what are some things that that maybe people don't know? What are some of the newest features that we have on the portal right now? Probably some of the newer things that I think are really great is that um, patients may not be aware that they can go in and see the notes that their providers have written. And that, I think, offers the opportunity for patients to really become more engaged about what happened at their visit, what was discussed, because let's be honest, most of us, we go to the doctor, we're inundated with information, we walk out of there and we forget everything that was discussed. So now you can go into the report and you can reread it. And if there are any outstanding questions, you can always just message your care team. So can you expand on a couple of those features? What are you most excited about? That is probably one of the things that I'm most excited about. Additionally, we're working on being able to expand the opportunity for patients to be able to schedule their own appointments through the portal. So instead of having to call and wait on hold, get in, talk to somebody, you can now go to your portal. And for some clinics, not all yet, you can schedule it yourself, much like you might do, say, for your hair appointment or... Um, something else that you might do. I, the ladies out there might get their nails done. Are there other features? I know, you know, there was something introduced a few months ago um, and maybe even a little longer ago, but I know there are some, um, you know, features in there that have to do with billing. Can you talk a little bit about that in terms of, you know, when you ask a, a provider a question, it may have a simple answer and that's totally fine, but it may be a little bit more involved than that. Can you go into that a little bit? So people who have messaged their care teams may have noticed that they get a, a little message down at the bottom that says that they may their insurance may be billed for this and there may be co-pays that apply. There were nationally some changes made with uh, reimbursement for these types of electronic services. And so there's what we call synchronous visits, which are like your virtual care visits where you can see your provider face-to-face, -face, somewhat like we're doing now by Zoom. And there's also what we call asynchronous visits, which is I send a message to my doctor that says, hey, I've got a really bad sore throat. What do you think I should do? And then your doctor messages back and says, take some allergy medicine or come in and get a strep test. Depending on the level of or the amount of time that the provider spends on these messages and issues and taking care of that, there may be a charge associated. I would say that the vast majority of issues are resolved so quickly that there isn't a charge, but for the ones that become more complex, the uh, billing 
powers that be nationally have decided that it's time to recognize the efforts that are going into that. And so those services can be billed to insurance. And much like any other visits that you have with your provider, there may be a copay and there may be a balance on your account. I appreciate the fact that you, you go over everything about um, the benefits to patients, but let's talk about the employees. Why should they make sure that they're utilizing the portal to the best of their abilities and how does it help the patients out in the end? I think for um, employees, it's a great way to um, connect with patients. The vast majority of us have some type of an iPhone. My my mom still has a flip phone, so she may not be applicable, but uh, you know, my parents have, uh, my dad has a smartphone, my siblings have smartphones, my, um, most people do. And let's face it, even if you're not on the computer to use your portal, being able to access it real time is great. And so if you're stressed out about what does that result mean? Um, the care team can very easily review the result and just it, with a few clicks say, hey, this is normal. Don't sweat it. Or, hey, you know, your sugars are a little higher now. How have you been doing with your insulin? Simple reminders like that, I think, can really help to engage patients in their care. And in the long run, may actually reduce the number of clinic visits that we have to do, ER visits, hospitalizations. So I think uh, the, the goal is improving care 360 degrees. Yeah, I think, you know, some people may feel like from an employee perspective, there's a little bit of an administrative burden, right? Keeping track of all these portal messages. But I think to your point, in the long run, it actually is limiting administrative burden, right? If it's eliminating some patient visits and eliminating other, you know, aspects of care that maybe used to be a phone call or used mm -hmm. to be a clinic visit, um, it probably in the long run is benefiting our employees, right? That would be the hope. I don't think that we will ever have um, uh, a surplus of provider time compared to patient need. So uh, I think that we, we as providers will kind of inevitably always feel like there's, there's um, competing uh, needs for our time. So there's been a lot of uh, evaluation. Uh, there's the InBasket 360 team that is looking at how much time providers and care teams are actually spending answering these messages. And one of the things that's come up is that providers pretty universally feel like they need dedicated time. And I think that that is reasonable if we're really gonna be able to uh, continue the engagement with patients through the portal, that's gonna be necessary. But I wouldn't in any way make that a reason to discourage patients mm -hmm. from using the portal. I still think it can be an incredible tool and have, uh, downstream benefits like we talked about. So I'm a I'm a patient here and I use the portal all the time to message with my providers. And, you know, I'm someone, I don't like making phone calls. I don't like sitting on the phone. You know, mm -hmm. when, when I send a message, I can reread it a couple of times, make sure I'm asking the right question. And, you know, I know that the providers will answer it when they can answer it. So to me, it's been a huge benefit to my care and the care I'm receiving. Are there any other benefits that just come to the top of your head for patients from the patient perspective that maybe we haven't yet touched on? So we've talked about communication with the providers. Um, there's simple things like uh, requesting medication refills. Um, we're looking at seeing if there's a way that we can kind of help patients see that they're going to be out of refills soon. We don't currently have the technology for that, but that would be great if that was something that we could kind of remind patients that, hey, you're going to be out of your 
Crestor soon. Results review is very, very popular among patients. And now patients can also pay some of their balance through the portal, which I think is huge. So instead of having to write a checkout or come down to our financial offices, they can do it through the portal, which, uh, you know, the more we can do to make things easy for patients, the better. And I would be but, remiss if I didn't mention the virtual care. Uh, we've kind of alluded to that a little bit, but I think having a portal account does make it easier for you to have virtual visits with your provider. And especially wintertime in Michigan, when it, the roads are yucky and you don't want to drive in the storms, or um, you just live really far away. So if there's the alternative to have a virtual visit, rather than either um, having to come all the way down here to Ann Arbor and or just not having the visit at all, I think the virtual care is, is a, a benefit. Well, and it's also a benefit on a lot of fronts too, especially environmentally. I remember we yes. ran a story this past year. We take a number of vehicles off the road. We have our patients not being subjected to the wet winter weather or just general road conditions okay. and the hazards involved with it. Uh, and that seems to be a benefit altogether. Yeah. And that can be a safety issue too. I mean, nobody likes driving in the winter. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Lukerich, for sharing this uh, very important information. Uh, we implore everybody uh, to make sure if you want to learn more about the patient portal, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. All right. Now, Dr. Lukerich, your job is not done here. It's time for the lightning round, and we're going to ask you four quick fire questions that you haven't seen before. Are you ready to go? I will try. <laughs> Okay, so today's theme has been all about using the internet to the best of our ability. What is your favorite online destination, whether it's a website, streaming service, or social media platform? Um, it might be a tie. So um, I, I confess I'm an Instagram junkie for the animal videos. Um, I have two dogs, and they get, I'm, I'm a sucker for that. Um, and then the other one would be uh, my husband and I both really like streaming from BritBox. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it's all like British TV shows. They have great murder mysteries on there. They like do. Midsummer Murders. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. It's the first day of March, which means March Madness is right around the corner. Are you into college basketball? And if not, are there any other sports that you follow? No. <laughs> That's all right. No sports at all? Not really. I mean, I like rowing, but I don't really follow it. <laughs> I sailing, well, right? The Olympics, they're coming up. Oh, right. Yeah, I guess that's true. There you go. Okay. Well, this is probably more in your real house. Um, if you were not a doctor, what other potential dream job would be for you? I, oh, oh. I suppose I'll answer that with, um, if and when I'm ever lucky enough to retire, I've wanted to just go to a small town in Scotland and work as a bartender. Off That's not where I expected that going, but I like no, it. No, just, yeah. <laughs> that just is the true dream job. Down the street. Yeah. 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 Nice. All right. Uh, maybe this ha will have a similar answer. Who knows? Uh, it's the time of year with the weather warming up that people are thinking about their summer vacations. What is the ideal summer vacation for you? Where would you go? Um, I love uh, I I love a hybrid between the beach and culture. Um, so I actually one of my favorite places to go with any regularity is Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. 
although we were a couple of several years back, we went to Croatia. It was phenomenal. So I highly recommend it if people are looking for vacation destinations, either one of those. I like that. I will have to take you up on that on, on that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Dr. Lukers, for playing along and sharing insight into all that's new with the patient portal and sharing your personal experiences, <laughs> merch madness or otherwise. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, if you want to learn more, visit mmheadlines.org. All right. Now, while you're at Headlines, you can check out other featured stories from this week, including the latest updates on initiatives advancing our base strategic priorities and a fun photo gallery featuring our employees posing with the College Football National Championship Trophy. Find all that and more at mmheadlines.org. All right, Dan, we asked Dr. Lukritz what her favorite online destination is. What would you say yours is? Yeah, so I'm probably just all about like the music streaming. Like during the day, I can't work in silence. So I just have, you know, like the SiriusXM app going all day or Spotify or um, Amazon Music, any of the above. Um, that's like how I get work done and how I can concentrate. So I definitely have to go with that. How about you? I can't believe you did not say mmheadlines.org. Well, I know I should have said that. That is I thought that not went without a, saying that like everyone goes there, right? Not a company man after all. Um, <laughs> I, I'll join you with the Spotify. Uh, I have to listen to podcasts and music as well. And if I was going with something visual, uh, YouTube or HBO Max or whatever it's called now, Max uh, is probably the best streaming service that I enjoy. So one of those two things to, because not only is there entertainment, there's also educational stuff on those things. So I enjoy my good documentaries. Nice. All right, it's time for the weekly trivia contest. For over a century, Michigan Medicine has been on a mission to bring Michigan answers to patients and families across Michigan and beyond. It's why University of Michigan Health is honored to have been named Michigan's number one hospital once again by U.S. News & World Report and to have been named year after year to the prestigious honor roll of the nation's top hospitals. If you need a Michigan answer in your life, think Michigan Medicine and visit michigananswers.com. This week's question is, where are free little libraries now located that are bringing diverse literature to team members at Michigan Medicine? Once again, where are free little libraries now located that are bringing diverse literature to team members at Michigan Medicine? You can find the answer this week in headlines, and once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. That's all we have again today. Thank you so much, Dr. Lucas, for joining us. And thanks as always to our listeners and our viewers for everything you do for our patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone.